the volume. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. We love FanDuel Sportsbook at Jenkins and Jones. They've got great odds and markets for NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. There's awesome new and existing user promotions, and it's America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook is easy to use. It's safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. It's also fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code J&J, that's spelled out J-A-N-D-J, so they know that we sent you. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Wednesday, March 30th, and we've got a lot of, um, actually, no fun things to talk about. We're not allowed to talk about funny things anymore. Comedy's comedy dead. is dead. Comedy as, is dead. as always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good. LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John, a.k.a. Young PJ, a.k.a. Banned from Twitter. A.k.a. <laughs> AKA Southwest me next time, please. <laughs> I'm a regular nigga. Thank you very much. I'll take security. But what's that, Bubbles? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And uh, I'm, I already mentioned, you know, comedy's dead. R.I.P. to comedy. Great run from the dawn of the species until Sunday, <laughs> March 27th, 2022. But uh, Tyler, we're not allowed. Nothing's funny. Comedians are under assault. Uh, we're not allowed to make jokes anymore. No new comedies are allowed to be produced. This is a tough day for our show, I have to say. First, they took my guns. <laughs> then they took my dog. <laughs> then they took my dog's guns. And then now they're coming for comedy. You can't say nothing anymore. You can't joke about anything now without being assaulted. Is this the world we want to live in? <laughs> That's how you dumb motherfuckers sound. Look, a motherfucker just got slapped. Okay, that's it. We'll be just fine. Comedy is going just fine. I don't know how you can say comedy is dead when this is the funniest shit that has happened in a very fucking long time. I have been laughing at this shit. This is what, day four? Day four, and it's still fucking hilarious, bro. And and usually, like, Twitter jokes, they have a fucking three-hour life cycle. We've been going for four fucking days here, and this shit is still fucking hilarious. Comedy's just fine, bro. 
I'll argue the funniest thing that ever happened at the Oscars in the history of the fucking oh, Oscars sure, was, that, was that shit on Sunday. You feel me? Like, the fuck you mean? But, like, dog, it's always been a consequence of fucking saying, of pushing the wrong button. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. Comedy's the same. The world's the same. Some people that just didn't see that shit saw it for the first time, nigga. Yeah. You saw the reality that most people live in. You feel me? Right, right. That, that's why I don't get people like, oh, so we're just going to live in a world now where you can get slapped if you make a joke about someone and they don't like it? Oh, uh, bitch, we've been living in that world. What world have you fucking <laughs> right? been living in, my nigga? That's the world I've always existed right. in, the fuck? That's the world. Y- y'all weird. How y'all moving yeah, shit? Yeah, and, and, and they're talking about, well, it doesn't happen to comedians. That, you're a fucking liar. Go do a comedy club fight YouTube search and watch the thousands of results that you get comedians get hands put on them all the fucking time comedy's just fine free speech or whatever bullshit ass straw man you want to throw out there is just fine bro free speech has always been there there's consequences to what you say though and that's always been there too Mm -hmm. you can say whatever the fuck you want to say you know what i'm saying but how that person reacts is not up to you you feel me and if that motherfucker want to slap the shit out of you in some hard bottoms with their motherfucking ankles out they can do that too nigga and there may be consequences to that but when you work 250 million the consequences ain't that bad my boy you know what i'm saying you got some cushion there you got a little cushion you got maybe maybe even two cushions with 250 of them hymns you feel what i'm saying yeah i don't know i it, it it's been the rea- the uh, to be completely honest with you the the overreactions may be funnier to me than some of the oh, jokes people have been making sure. about it. Judd Apatow saying <laughs> could have died. He could have killed Chris Rock. <laughs> that Where is the fuck? that has been the funniest commentary about this shit. When everyone is like, "Will Smith, how dare you? How could you just do this to this frail, dainty, <laughs> delicate porcelain flower?" Of a man. This poor of a nigga of a man. How dare you, Will Smith? Like, that's got to be the added insult to injury here. Like, Chris Rock got slapped the fuck up, and everyone was like, Will, how could you? You could have killed that little frail bitch. This was way out of line, Will. You could have committed murder on that bag of bones that you slapped up. <laughs> <laughs> like they setting up in smoke. He should have got his lick back. You feel me? Yeah. If he felt the way, he should have got his motherfucking lick back. You feel me? I don't know, G, but he could have died. There, there is literally zero chance of him dying from getting slapped that's how these motherfuckers are that's how scared these motherfuckers are of consequences yes. you know what i'm saying a consequence can can involve death if it's physical nigga you shut the fuck but up. You, that's ridiculous but it's also from white celebrities who think that calling a white person racist is the same as calling a black person the n-word you know what i mean mm. it's exactly what you said it's like any consequence is just like what this is unbelievable. What? it's the end of the world I, you know what i mean i love all the little brother takes because you used to do that with your little brother like hey my little brother may be small. He may be a coward. He may be physically <laughs> frail. He may not have any courage. But nobody talks about my little nigga. brother. You know? <laughs> my little brother he might be, be bitch, a mate. bitch, but that's but, my but bitch. But he's my bitch. <laughs> no one calls my little brother a bitch but me, okay? <laughs> hey, low key, though. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's, that's how it goes. I also, I, also, uh, I also love all of the hypotheticals. The uh, someone, someone tweeted, I think this wasn't one of the joke ones. I think someone seriously tweeted, what if that had been Betty White? <laughs> So no, that was a fact. They so they said that he wouldn't have slapped Betty White, and also Betty White wouldn't have said that weak ass shit, nigga. You feel me? That joke There's was a whole as, bunch of what ifs. That joke was weak as fuck too. A callback weak to a fucking fuck. 1997 Demi Moore movie, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, who the fuck <laughs> thinking about GI Jane, dog? Yeah, I forgot Demi Moore was a thing ever. You know what I mean? Existed, bro. Like, right? You feel me? The funniest thing about that was that nigga getting slapped because of a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> it was a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah, you just risked it all over a G.I. Jane joke, nigga. You should have said that to your fucking self in the mirror before you said the weak ass shit. It's only a G.I. Jane joke, you know what I mean? Nigga, right. Fuck you mean? Damn, that shit was trash, bro. He was- that shit was trash. <laughs> you deserve to get slapped. Not because of what you said, but because how weak that motherfucking joke was, bitch ass nigga. Right, boom, nigga. They should have threw tomatoes on your ass, nigga. Where were the tomatoes? Tomato, tomato, nigga? tomato. Right. That nigga challenged you to a duel over how bad the joke was. If it was funny, it would have been fine, nigga. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Just be funny. You That's weren't it. funny enough, That's nigga. That's the rule. But yeah, I, I, I think friend of the show, Zach Fox, had the best take on it. Um, He posted something on his Instagram story that I'm going to read here. It's perfect. Slapping, yes. Yeah, it's perfect. 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 Slapping someone is objectively funny. If you're a comic and you get slapped, then you choose and and you choose professionalism 
and appealing to authority over, I don't know, being funny in the moment and maybe, I don't know, telling jokes about it. Well, that's more of an alarming decision than the person who decides to slap you. We're supposed to lose and make it hilarious. So many people crying about the sanctity of free speech and comedy, but we saw it in peak form. A rich man slapped another rich man, and they both went home richer. You can say whatever you want to say, but you can't control how people react to that. Comedians don't get to be in bulletproof glass cases. Everybody in the world can get smacked. Learn how to fight or make it funny. <laughs> Cat Williams got jumped by actual kids and gave us comedy gold shortly thereafter. Stop pretending like we're Jedi. We make pussy jokes. <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect, man. And yeah, hey, he- I, I really have been hating the whole... Comedians are the last truth speakers to power in this country. What what is next? We must protect them, bro. No, no, we don't give you're a. You're not fuck. the fucking Avengers, yeah, right? my nigga, okay? Right? <laughs> you know, you're not fighting impending doom. I think bro. what like, we've like, learned, like said, what we've learned definitively over the last like decade is there are no truth tellers to powers in America. It's mm-hmm. either you could be funny and entertaining or not, bro. But like, does anyone have more faith than they did 10 years ago that journalists or comedians or anyone that we know everything about the like corporate power structure that those people are just somehow going to. I mean, like, did George Carlin end Vietnam? Like, like no stand up comedian like Kurt Vonnegut had a quote about that. He's like, we, we feel like as artists we're a laser beam focused on a problem and that we're indestructible because it feels powerful to be a part of a social movement he's like but that the power of that movement is actually the power of a banana cream pie like hitting (laughs) someone in the face you can Uh, make it funny but like no one i mean that's just not the way the world works bro and it's such a it's so weird to be that romanticized about about oscar hosting (laughs) I don't know. Zach Fox. I think I thought Zach Fox said it perfectly, but people really are. Someone asked a question about this shit at the White House. What is President Biden going to do to protect me? He said exact words. He said he said about the violence that was unleashed. (laughs) It was a nigga, too. God damn. Bro, that's anti-black, nigga. You feel me? You know, the last thing we have is the slap, nigga. That's the, the, the great equal to balance shit out. You feel me? We can slap the fire out of motherfucker. You feel me? They just create. It's it's wild. If this was a if this was to happen like anywhere else, most other places, it wouldn't it wouldn't be. It's the fact that they had on fucking suits and hard bottoms, and that shit's not supposed to happen in those white ass spaces. But even and in Europe, really bro, in happen. Europe, like in England, people like parliamentarians will fight each other on the floor of the fucking House of Parliament. Like for for whatever reason, we have this puritanical. I mean, I shouldn't say for whatever reason because it's America and it does fucking Puritans, right? But like we have this puritanical idea about like you know, behavior and everything else. It's like England, the politicians fight each other. We don't think we'd be better in America if these dudes would fucking hash this shit out in the house of representatives every now and then. <laughs> this, this is really what shows you what America is when a motherfucker actually gets slapped and it's like, Oh my God, violence. You need a fucking gun in your fucking suburban ass house to feel safe. Mm-hmm. You are Bitch made. I was trying to find another other way to say it, but that's the case. And we see that when you need when you carry guns and you talk tough and all that shit. And when you see a motherfucker actually have to deal with consequences of their actions and they should go to jail for fucking defending their wife who has a disease and a nigga just said some shit about it. Bro, you just, bro, you just, you really ain't what you think you are. Dog. The reason you need that gun is not because you're tough. It's the opposite of that. You feel me? Dog, dog. I got in a, I was in a back and forth with a hockey fan. And I didn't realize it was a hockey fan until like a you couple tweets up. deep. And, and, no, no, no. But, yeah. he, but here's the thing. Here's where it fucking ended. I went to his page and I saw this motherfucker's a hockey fan. And I said, okay, so you're a hockey fan and you are against disputes being resolved by harmless scuffles. How the fuck does that work? And he didn't tweet shit back to me after that. Oh, boy, evaporated. Like, bro, I don't fucking get it. It was just a slap. Motherfuckers get slapped all the time. He's just fine. This is not going to be the fucking unraveling of society, bro. Well, not only is he just fine, but Zach Fox is exactly right that they both both went home richer that day. Uh, Chris Rock's sales for his tour are up 88%. I like I love Chris Rock. He's one of my favorite stand up comedians ever. His HBO special when I was a kid was like that was the the, was the moment everyone had fire. with Eddie. Mur- that was the first time I realized like oh stand up comedy is not lame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. 
I was not that excited about this tour all of a sudden. Like, you absolutely can fucking bet Char and I are going to watch that special the first day it's on Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this was great for Chris Rock. It's not great for him as a person, maybe, but for him as a as an artist, which is who got slapped, was Chris Rock, the, the comedian, got slapped. Like, this, is, I just don't understand the hand-wringing over it when it put money in his pocket. <laughs> You, y'all familiar? You remember Do the Right Thing when they were like, you know, who's your favorite artist? Who's your favorite, you know what I'm saying? Basketball player and all that shit. He's like, Magic. Well, he's black, but he ain't really black. You know what I mean? He's a nigga, but he ain't, you know what I'm saying? Chris Rock is the closest thing they've seen to a white person get slapped in a white space. You know what I mean? Mm. That makes them feel like they could have been the one up there and got fucking assaulted when it's really just consequences of your actions. So that's why they up in arms and that shit because they could see themselves in Chris Rock. They couldn't assault themselves in me if I got the shit slapped out of me in a fucking Twitter video though. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why there's a big ass reaction. But And if if it happens to be them, they, hey, maybe they'll watch their mouth now. You know what I'm saying? They, they say, oh shit, actual consequences of what I say. My God. Dear Lord. Um, the one Dear facing Lord. the harshest consequences so far has been Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> the Twitter detectives Ooh. had my magnifying glasses out yesterday for Zoe Kravitz. Uh, John, you've missed out on this, which yeah, congratulations. Like, free me. Free me. <laughs> <laughs> they suspended me for saying nigga again. The racist ass algorithm has struck again. You feel me? Jesus Christ. Anyway, you're missing once again the only enjoyable week on Twitter. It's a, I'm, I'm, it I, is, I can I can I can watch Oh, you can see scroll it. it. Okay. okay. I can see post. it, but I can't really participate. Okay. You feel me? Bro, so. bro. It it has been this you palooza on that motherfucker. Anyone coming out being a being a <laughs> cop about this shit, motherfuckers are pulling receipts. Zoe was like Zoe said a very white woman-y thing. That shit I was like, yeah, this is the white woman coming out of Zoe. She said something I didn't. This is the dress that I wore to the Oscars, where I didn't know people could get assaulted and get away with it. And I was like, "What the? Fuck? I was like, you were just Catwoman out this motherfucker in Gotham being a badass, and now, and now you asking to speak to the manager and shit." But yeah, motherfuckers pulled the receipts. She said some, some, uh, some, some shit about fourteen-year-old Jaden Smith back in the day, and I was like, "Bro, should have sat there and ate your food," as they say on Twitter. <laughs> she said that yeah, she has some comments about um she doesn't see herself as a black artist she doesn't identify with i believe she said i don't ident i don't listen to hip-hop or watch tyler perry movies so i don't really identify with it. like you don't know what being black is and apparently based on how you just described that right. <laughs> you know what well, I, mean? I know when when you guys invited me on the podcast i was like that's great i need more friends i can talk about tyler perry movies and hip-hop with and nothing <laughs> <Right>. else <laughs> when the last time you said hip-hop 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 nigga um hip-hop to me was always like uh when we talk about respectability politics i don't uh have i, I don't have those hang-ups racially obviously right but like I'm a I'm a comic book nerd since I was a kid and comic book fans had a big respectability politics stuff when they started calling them graphic novels. Right. You know, hip hop was the same thing to me, bro. It's like it, I like it's rap and comic books. You know what I mean? <laughs> hip hop is to rap as black is to African American, nigga. I'm not African American. I'm black, nigga. Don't call me an African American. You know what I mean? I don't you know, bro, it's rap, G. I'm not I'm not a hip hop fan. You know right. what I mean? I'm a rap fan. Whatever. That's the same shit I'll be on. It's yeah, and 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 I want to be clear. I prefer to be called black too, and it's not like I'm shunning the African part of that. I'm at all. Yeah, I fully, I fully embrace that I have African roots, but I feel that black is something that describes you know someone from with my uniquely African to American, you you, you know African to America pipeline of my lineage you know what i'm saying i feel like black describes that american experience exactly there so that's why i, I don't know. like african-american because i don't like the american part <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah, feel american nigga <laughs> right you know call me african nigga or call me black you know what i mean i'll i, I don't this ain't my home nigga i'm just here yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean that's real shit i i i take you I would take way like I don't take offense at all, but I would feel way more comfortable at all. Period. Yeah, I would say I'll feel way, way more comfortable being called like an African Virginian. You know what I mean? Because because that's where where my family, my roots, and all that shit is for. I don't give a fuck about America like that. I don't even claim Missouri, nigga. I'm, like I said, I'm from St. Louis, shit, USA. Right. So call me a call me an African St. Louisan. My nigga, you feel me? I, 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 I fuck with that. But yeah, African American feels like you know. I can't curse around you if you call me an African-American. You know what I mean? If you're talking hip-hop instead of rap, it feels a particular way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she, she sounded like somebody that's observing blackness and not participating in it. So she's right. She doesn't identify as black. We see it. Good for you, I guess. 
All right. Let's uh I one thing I've been very grateful to Will Smith for is that he has enormously eased my tension about the upcoming uh Duke UNC uh shit show that Duke is gonna win by twenty points. As I stated when we were recording last weekend, before we before we knew it was gonna happen, UNC was gonna win that game. <laughs> and I feel like Duke is gonna win this game going away. I fucking hate it. Tyler had the tweet of the week for me with his can we please stop the you're always going to appreciate that Coach K made you feel something. You know, I'm not even <laughs> Coach K. Like, no, we don't have to appreciate Coach K. We don't have to appreciate Duke. We can just be miserable that they're going to win, and then they're going to fucking get Nova for the championship because we know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm – I don't know, man. Um, I, I will say that I'm, I'm not as stressed as I feel like I should be as a Carolina fan right now. Maybe, maybe it's because – like I said, Coach K, you know, even though he was the, the villain, the bad guy, he never evoked any emotion out of me because he was just so fucking bland, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? There was nothing outrageous or exuberant about him to hate. He was just a grumpy old man. And it's like, it's time for your old ass to goddamn ride off into the sunset, bro. We don't care. I'm not sold on them losing. I don't know if UNC's going to lose. It's the pressure. It's a lot of pressure for those Duke players. I mean, you coming out like super amp doesn't guarantee a win. It might be the other way around, bro. UNC might be more comfortable and just ready to play, you know, just, you know, so like, I think the, I don't think when it comes to like 18, 19, 20 year old kids, pressure is ever a benefit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know that I would agree about, I mean, I think that there's, I think there's a lot of pressure on the UNC kids though, too. You know what I mean? You think so? Yeah, because I think anytime you are the anytime there's a rematch and you won the They're first one to lose, though. You know what I mean? Like, anytime there's a rematch and you won the first one, I feel like there's a certain kind of pressure on you that's like, well, now the stage is bigger, right? Like, can you do it now when it really, really counts? Like, I, I feel like that's it. That's its own animal, especially when it's your rival and you know how much it meant to your fan base that you beat them at Duke for his last game at home. You know what I mean? According to media, though, they're supposed to lose. According to media, they want Coach K to win. Right. You know what I mean? So they're been, you know, they're trying to upset somebody. I think there's less pressure in upsetting somebody when you when you a, a good team, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what St. Peter's would have had to do to upset, you know, like Kentucky was insane. Right. To upset UNC in that moment was insane. I don't think it's this is that insane of them them winning, but I feel like those players feel like it, on on the Duke side, we can't lose. And going into a game saying we can't lose, right. you know what I'm saying, is way more pressure than we have a chance of winning, guys. Right. Let's let's shock the world. You feel what I'm saying? It could, it could be. I mean, I hope so. To be honest with you, I just I, I would it would be the fun. I, it would be the funniest thing if UNC wins that game. <laughs> oh, bro. And Will Smith slapping at UNC winning, nigga. Well, that's a week. It's 2014 around this motherfucker. You feel me? There's some good old laughs going on. You know what I mean? Stomach laughs. Yeah, that Coach K pack will be. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, definitely smoke. I light something up. Mix it with some blue dream. You know what I mean? Um, Cut that blue dream with some Coach K. I think that Villanova Kansas game is gonna be interesting too. It it, it is definitely fucking blue blood final four. You get yeah. Duke, UNC, and Kansas in that shit. This, you know, that's something. Like Kansas doesn't re Kansas to me is like what Tyler was saying about Coach K. I just I've driven across the length of Kansas twice. It didn't evoke any emotions in me during that entire time. <laughs> the basketball team. You talking about the state? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's just corn. It's not even corn. <laughs> Bro. I remember driving through middle America, I guess. I mean, I guess Missouri's considered middle middle America, too. But I remember driving Missouri's beautiful, though. Like, Missouri's beautiful, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying yeah. considered middle America. Right. Like, I don't know what is that. That's more west of Midwest. Is that just the west? What? Kansas? Is that Kansas? Kansas, is that it's a Midwest to me because I actually live yeah, on the West Coast. Yeah, but I mean, but it looks totally different from, yes, you know. Yes, it's anyway. just there. But <laughs> it's the same shit the entire ride. You know what I mean? It's the same shit. I think Nebraska was where it was all the corn was at. Nebraska, yeah. there was a lot of corn and it's like, yeah. you know, at least there's something to look at, corn. It's just yeah. better than the ground, I guess. I felt like it was in a simulation of like, you know, the same scene was running by me the whole You're time. Like an old cartoon. Car. You're an old cartoon. I'm on the green screen. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what right. I mean? It's, yeah, scrolling the same scene. That's how I felt in Kansas. Um, the women's tournament uh, got really good in the Elite Eight. That uh, that, that UConn-South Carolina game uh, was incredible. Um, unfortunately, UConn win. I'm a big Geno hater. So, uh, it's, excuse me, not South Carolina. But the double overtime win in the Elite Eight was crazy. I, I hate that they give fucking UConn as a two seed a fucking home game for the fucking 
Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. I understand the narrative is the narrative and all that shit, but 14 straight Final Fours for UConn. I always tell people my greatest sign of respect for the women's game is that I hate people in the women's game. <laughs> like, you, like I, I don't want to be good enough to dislike. That's right. You know I don't I mean? watch women's basketball as this, I watch it because I enjoy it. And as such, there are coaches and players that I strongly dislike. I will always root against Gino. I will always root against yeah. UConn people playing against anyone who came out of Tennessee or Candace Parker or, or anyone. But this feels similarly UConn is the the upset special as the only two seed joining the three other one seeds in the women's final four. And uh, I go Stanford. I guess that's all I can, <laughs> all I can say. I, I love Paige, bro. I just love. I, I, I hate like that she like, plays for UConn. John. Her junior year in high school, bro. I'm like, this motherfucker got that. Yes. Whatever that is and that it is, bro. She got all of it, bro. She, I mean, she understand, understands the game on a different level. And watching her play as a junior, I'm like, she's a pro already. If she played, you know if she I mean? played for Louisville or UCLA, my kids would have Paige jerseys. And I just bro. hate that she went to – I hate that oh she went God. to UConn. Could you imagine a Paige Becker jersey? <laughs> but, I mean, like, like that's, 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 what's, that's what's interesting about, like, the, the women's game. Like, you hate UConn. Like, Duke players, a lot of times you don't like them even if after they leave. I, I know I've seen a lot of hate after they leave. Like, still, fuck them, you went to Duke. With UConn players, you know what I'm saying? You, I mean, you can respect the player once they're a professional. You know what I mean? Like Usually, yeah, for sure. Yep. Well, I mean, who, who on UConn do you not like that, that play for UConn? I know you ain't going to say White Mamba because she a dog. And, she, and it was hard not to like her when she was at UConn. And I grew up and I was in Tennessee at the time. It's a, it's a, it's some, it's some personal stuff that goes back to high school that I probably shouldn't talk about. Okay. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. I'll t- Sorry, guys. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- yeah, I'll, I'll tell you all. <laughs> not even going to get cut. He's not even going to say this shit. <laughs> Can't even fight him not to cut that shit. Well, I don't want people knowing. Someone went from a high school that we don't appreciate here in Long Beach to a college that we don't appreciate. And I don't, I don't necessarily want to put it out there that they were a 10th grader sure. and i was like you fucking overrated <laughs> yeah, right, right. but it, oh, behind yeah, closed that's doors that's how some of us felt i just put it like that um all right so let's talk about that they weren't though huh? they weren't they still got was their shit overrated? took by a freshman from an inner city school named long beach poly but that's okay all right um, <laughs> <Ew>! <laughs> everyone everyone in long beach who follows basketball knows what i'm talking about now witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> this is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Continue betting the bracket with a bang. Right now, FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers $150 instant bonus guaranteed. That's right, you'll get $150 in bonus site credit, and all you have to do is place your first bet of $5 or more. How you bet the bracket is up to you. You can choose from the money line, totals, prop bets, and so much more. Um, As we've been discussing on the show, definitely going to be rooting very hard for UNC, so hoping that they have a great game in the Final Four against Duke coming up on Saturday. Um, that is the team that I would take a chance on to turn my site credit into cash. Plus with cash out the balls in your court. So you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. Join FanDuel today with promo code J and J that's J A N D J. Then you can place your $5 bet to score $150 in bonus site credit guaranteed. That's promo code J and J on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Let's talk about I I got to I was laid up yesterday so I got to watch the whole uh Bucks Sixers game. I dislike strongly the way we do the MVP race in the NBA. We've mm. talked about this on the show that it's so like only certain people are allowed to be in the conversation and we get tired of giving the award to people. I'll just say this. I watched the Bucks Sixers game in Philly and Giannis is the best fucking basketball player in the NBA. He was an MVP and also this year, probably the most improved player. He's added so much to his game and gained so much confidence in the things he's added. That dude's fucking nasty, bro. Yeah. I, and I think at the end of this year, we're, we are all going to be looking back going, it's dumb that the Bucks were not the overwhelming favorite for this year. That's, that's the way I feel about it, bro. I think that this is their fucking year. And I think it's, I think we're in their era right now, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, a lot of people feel like no one has really differentiated themselves in the in, in, in this MVP race. And if that's how if your stance, what, Giannis had, what, 40 and 11 last night and the game-winning block at the cup on Embiid? Okay, and, you're not so a, you, and you're not surprised on, by it. On the other yeah, – yeah, 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 right, yeah. right. Exactly. So, so I mean, if, if you've got, you know, everybody in like a, a, a deadlock right now, you've got to fucking have Giannis in the lead after, after that performance because he showed you why he's so valuable. He gave you 40 and 11 and a fucking game-winning block on a fucking seven-foot MVP candidate, right? Help so, side. I mean – yeah, a, 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 a rotational block. <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, like I've been saying for for a few months that Giannis is my MVP, and I've, that's where I have no one has swayed me off of that this season. Best player on the best team. Watching them play live was insane. That is the best team in basketball. You know what I'm saying? So I, obviously, I, I you know I love I love KD. I love the Nets. I love Kyrie. The team ain't fucking with the Bucks. The Bucks are the coldest team out there. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? But Giannis, if you if you say there's anybody else better than him in the league right now, you're just lying to yourself. You know you need you need you need you need medicine. 
You know, go to the doctor, <laughs> get checked up. Something's going on right now. Check, you know what I'm saying? You deserve better. <laughs> yeah. This is not normal. He's, 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 he's incredible. And I, I was talking to Jackson before you guys hopped on. <clears throat> I don't know if it's because he's so likable or if it's because he's not American or, or what. Like, he doesn't fit into a lot of the narratives that we've had with. He doesn't have a natural foil, I guess. But it just feels like the the narrative overlooks him in a weird way of mm-hmm. I think there's a very realistic chance that by the time this dude retires, he's right up there with anyone else we could talk about. I mean, he just does shit you've not seen anyone else do. And he's still at this point in his career adding completely new dimensions to his game. You don't feel like he's going to stop working on stuff like that. You know, even even Braun, like Braun's the ultimate master of getting the most out of his body. He knew at this point in his career, you feel like he knew the things he was good at. You know what I mean? He wasn't. So I I don't know, man. I just I, I'm not trying to overreact to one game, but it is. I mean, I'm very interested to see where the playoffs go, because I feel like Nick Wright said last night he doesn't think they're playing six games until until the Eastern until the finals. I think he said. I don't know if I go that far, but I, I don't know. I just don't see anyone fucking with those dudes. Everyone on the team knows what they're good at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they stick to it. They stick to it. They know their roles. You feel me? We're going to continue. Yeah. It, it gets harder by the week to unappreciate Jokic, and I'm going to continue to fucking do it. So whatever. <laughs> I mean, the thing is like this. I think it's with Giannis, bro. It's, just, it's the same thing with Bron, bro. Bron came in super polished. We didn't have as much to work on, right? But Bron was like, dog, Bron's supposed to do this. That's what we all thought at some point. Like, we see amazing shit, and we just thought it's, think it's normal. Like, the fact that he's leading the lead in, league in scoring right now, like, it doesn't feel as crazy as it really fucking is. Right. Because it's You're fucking right. Bron. Yeah, because and that's because they Giannis. told us when he was 17 he was going to do this right. shit. Right. We've been seeing him dribble once from, you know, once and a Euro from fucking three-quarters court and get to the bucket. Yeah. We've seen this amazing block. So him blocking Embiid doesn't feel as amazing as it actually is because it's Giannis. He's supposed to do that. Right. So... Yeah. When Braun, at the age that Braun was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as the chosen one, Giannis was like practically homeless selling watches with his mom. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, I think, I do think that's part of it is in America, you know, and it's, it's corporate, right? I mean, like the, having seen it firsthand, the corporate interests know who, (laughs) know who the dudes are when they're fucking 15 before the mm-hmm. colleges and the pro teams do sometimes. But it, 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 it's it's like, a if not an assembly line, it is like ranks. Like, you know, right now, you go look at the rankings for fucking eighth grade, ninth grade players, and you can kind of progress. Like, Chet Holmgren's been Chet Holmgren since he was had just come out of puberty. You know what I mean? Right, so right, you, right. those names are around, and then a Giannis comes through, and like, I don't know, I just don't think he fits into that that like narrative we have of, oh, it's going to be this guy versus this guy for the next 15 years. You know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I'm very excited for the fucking playoffs. So I'll say that, man. I cannot wait. It's going to be a humdinger. It's going to be a real humdinger. The Lakers, the Lakers aren't going to be there. (laughs) The Lakers will not be there. (laughs) Right. right. But they're down um, one and a half to uh, San Antonio now. Um, I think they're tied, but don't have the tiebreaker. But Uh, but the Lakers schedule over the last two weeks is not the schedule that you would want for a team that, you know, just it just doesn't look like they have it, bro. I don't know. Not good and not healthy. You know what I'm saying? What everybody thought they were gonna be on the health side, they were that, and they weren't as good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So the experiment didn't work, guys. It's a rapperuski. That 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 A D Westbrook pick and roll wasn't pick and rolling like it was supposed to. You feel <laughs> you me? You win this round, <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> You, you, I won the Bucks. I said the Bucks is gonna win the chip. Last time I said the Nets this year. I'm, I'm gonna take that L. I'm gonna. Nets I'm squatting on that. But I said the Bucks were gonna win the championship. I think in our you preview. Did. I'm gonna just continue to sit cozy by you that did. fire. But you I did, did also yeah. think you, the Lakers you, you were right. coming out of the West. So. <laughs> I mean, we all. I mean, I, I thought they'd figure it out because of Braun. That's the thing. Like right. we thought Braun could just out Braun, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I didn't think Westbrook was the best fit. I didn't think I would be a fan of him on my side, on my team. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I thought Bron would be able to Bron. And, and he you know, has, he, he, but he the has team Bron. has not. <laughs> the team hasn't done what they, you know, you know, they haven't done the minimum, you know what I mean, that it takes for you know, Bron to even do his thing. So Let's talk about the investigative journalism uh, that happened on Twitter where someone pointed out, they went and looked at every L graphic that the Lakers have tweeted. You know, you tweet the final score and it's got a picture on it. 
they said that Braun has not yet appeared in one of those <laughs> graphics. I, think, I saw that. I think Malik Monk Kenny beats him. Gotta shout out Kenny Beats him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny, Kenny Beats Gotta shout yeah. him up. Yes, thank yeah. you. Braun, Russ, or AD have not appeared in any losing graphics until <laughs> last night after the heat came down on them from this investigative journalism. They put Russ on the losing graphic. Did y'all see that? Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I was. I got it. I got it. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I got a good laugh at it. He can he he flipped it on the Lakers social team. <laughs> but I wouldn't be. I bet he was hot too. I bet he was hot when he saw it. Well, shit, but he, he he said he wonders if it's in Braun's contract. That's that's legitimately a possibility. Mm. I know with uh, oh, oh yeah, as, as someone as image conscious as Braun, I would not be surprised at all if that's in sure. his contract. Well, look, and you know, I don't know, um, I don't know much about the way it works in the pros, but I know in at the collegiate level, um, teams like when a corporation sponsors, you know, sponsors a team, a lot of times you'll see the like final tweet presented by Mitchell and Tires or whatever. A lot of colleges do they do have that agreement in place with the corporations. The corporations are like, don't put our name on the loss on the loss graph. You know what I if mean? If y'all get dubbed, please don't put yeah, us on But that's there. in the legal language. If you lose so in some cases, if you lose by a certain number of points, leave us out of that. Jamba Juice does not want our ad <laughs> right, on that. Right. right. <laughs> leave your stench of failure off of us. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's weird bro i everything about the sports world it, it's like the more all that stuff is split up and commoditized it's just so fucking bizarre. imagine being a lawyer sitting there going what's the what's the number that we don't want to be associated with in terms of an l <laughs> um okay we do have to talk about braun uh the most relatable moment of his recent career going on instagram and absolutely annoying the shit out of his wife um this was i think all three of us can relate to this moment oh, yeah. that happened john can you john can you break that down what happened on bronze instagram <laughs> no let tyler break it down because i think tyler's a different perspective you were you i remember you were talking about how you felt about it you thought he was he was annoying his wife i thought he was just being you lame. thought he was being corny and, but i think tyler's yeah, correct yeah. that he was yeah. intentionally yeah, annoying yeah. His wife. i think <laughs> yeah i think he was he was intentionally doing the cool guy act who's you know purposely being corny with it you know what i mean because that's that is my go-to with my wife too you know what i mean like annoying my wife <laughs> is a love language of mine you know it's a love language of ours so yeah i, I don't think he was serious because for one he put that font and script he put a fucking key emoji he did the, the slow pan and then did the cheesy guy smile and i think he was clowning bro have y'all seen Tyler, I mean, have y'all seen LeBron's IG? His captions are always <laughs> but But Savannah... No, 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 and, but Tyler, Tyler, you're comparing him to you. You're funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're funny. You know what I mean? You've always been funny. Bron's never been funny. All of a sudden, he's funny now? I, th that I think he's, was being he's always funny being the corny dude with his family, though. He's funny accidentally, and this is him being accidentally funny again. He, this nigga, <laughs> difference between a player and a player. player. That's some Bron-ass shit, and you know he's my favorite player of all time. I love him to death. I've slobbed him down for fucking damn near his entire career. I've loved the man. But, gee, the dude is not funny, and he was just being himself. But you can't, and Tyler, you can't compare him to you at all. <laughs> of course you're doing that shit, bro. You know what I mean? But he, Savannah he was panned back. Savannah was looking, did, did you see Savannah laugh? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He panned back to Savannah for the reaction. I, he was for sure trying to get a reaction out of her. And what was her reaction? Her reaction so, so, was wrong. Savannah had the, oh, my God, not this again reaction, though, that my <laughs> wife has when I'm being, you know, intentionally yes. annoying. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, okay, I guess, I guess. He is a, he's, Ra he, rather be laughing than me. She be laughing. I, I, I get an actual laugh when I'm trying to be funny. Well, yes, but when yeah, you're I trying to be annoying yeah you, for sure you get those exactly you see what i'm saying so obviously so that nigga she was looking like this nigga <laughs> you know what i mean I, I i think that was too close to a this nigga not a him doing it again that was a oh no bro that looked like a all right bro put the camera down nigga. you drunk <laughs> too much vino that's what it looked like to me but all right. It was funny either way. I don't care. I love the man. And I love what they got going on. For sure. And I love him leaning into being a corny dad that his family laughs at. That's, we, you know, right. the world needs more. That's good. It's, it's good to go home. You're LeBron James when you walk outside your door for your whole life. And when you walk back home, you're the annoying ass dad. I think everyone needs that, that balance. You know, who's at the It's the one meetings. thing he's regular at. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's a great dad, but he's regular to his people. Right, you know what I'm sure. saying? And that's, and that's fire. I remember just watching the first time he put one of the Taco Tuesday clips up being like, 
Oh, Braun thinks he's Mike Gardapasio. He's just yeah. being stupid. Also, he's just being stupid to his kids for laughs, bro. Right. But hey, but did you see did you see uh Bronny when they asked him to do it? Bronny was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> AD was like, I guess I'm just happy to be here. I'll do it. But Bronny was like, Dad, like they they know they dad. He's square when it comes to that. Yes. And that's good for him, for sure. man. That's good for him. For sure, for good sure. for him. All right, uh, wrong with it. Tyler and I are going to talk about uh, winning time. Uh, John was uh, on a on a, a the, John was on the PJ, so he 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 didn't get a chance to catch the winning time from this week yet. I don't want to. I I think if you are at a particular level and you want to spend your money that way, I get it, bro. But I'm so fucking. I'm a basic bitch. I like basic shit. You know what I'm saying? That little ass plane. You feel me? Like. I'm too scary for all that, G. Put me on this, like I said, Southwest, your boy, man. Send me through security. I take my shoes off, all of that. I appreciate you know, the PJ shit. I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that because now I know that I don't need to try it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, okay, we, 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 t- Tyler? Tyler would love the shit. Tyler cool. Tyler gonna be like, shit, fuck, it. fuck security. I'm hopping in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'll catch y'all in Vegas. Me, I'm like, oh shit, I can't enjoy this shit like I should have. So, you know, put me in the regular boy, baby. Catch me on row 15, you know what I mean? I'll see, please. Thank you, you know what I mean? Oh, fuck. Now, it was a great pick for IG, though. You know, it was cool throwing the L's up with the St. Louis fitted on. For the crib, you feel me? But yeah, I'm a regular nigga. But let me let me just do my regular nigga shit, please. Uh, Tyler, we this was I think we got one of the last introductions of a main character with uh, Jason Siegel coming in as Paul Westhead, who I thought was mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. But more importantly, you you keyed in on I thought the best moment of this show, which was the very Adam McKay styled soliloquy about the difference between old basketball and new basketball, at least as far as, you know, it was for the Lakers in the seventies and eighties. So yeah, yeah. That, that shit was beautiful. That, that soliloquy that uh, Jack McKinney had about how traditional half court offenses are classical music and uh, full court fast break offenses are jazz where, you know, it's improvising this. There's no, there's nothing bounding you. You can go wherever, you know, you, 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 you know, the feeling takes you and you can make art out of that. I thought that was fucking beautiful. I ran that shit back like five times. Yes, I was high, but that has nothing to do with that because <laughs> I thought that shit was amazing. That is probably like my favorite segment in the whole series so far. Yeah, and just a little like visual cue of the lines coming off the paper. Like I think they're doing a great job of capturing whatever kind of creative person you are, if you're a basketball coach or a musician or a writer. Everyone's experienced that feeling of I'm working on something that just it just became bigger than the thing I'm looking at. You know what I mean? And I thought that I thought they they showed the soliloquy was beautiful, but graphically the way they did it was beautiful too. And then I just love that the show is involved enough to tell the story about how much everyone hated that shit <laughs> when he first started putting yeah. it in in the training camp. That was so perfect to me uh, because can you imagine someone's just, like, you're Kareem, bro. Everything you've done, you're the best. Like, you've had an impeccable career to this point. You've won at every level. You've been so good. They changed rules to try and make the shit harder for you. And then this dude comes in and says, you're not running enough, bro. Right. you're standing still you're slowing the ball down too much like i you know you can imagine where the tension would have come at on that shit (laughs) yeah like like you're asking fucking kareem you know what i'm saying in uh, early 30s kareem yo there's gonna be times you're gonna have to get out there and run on the fast break and you're gonna be the guy to give it back on the give and go like you know you you know like how do you tell fucking kareem that you know what i mean so yeah yeah i thought they definitely did a good job in showing you know how much the pushback was there which i imagine it was because you know you know like we've talked about before like you know that the fast break full court transition offense that was groundbreaking at the time and it's 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 standard fare now of course. But back then, I'm sure they were like, this is ridiculous. This is not going to work. You know what I mean? You want us to run the whole fucking game, all fucking every fucking game all season. That's not going to work. We're going to drop dead out here. And you right. know what I'm saying? And, and 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 I can see when that was first being implemented, those being real concerns. But of course, we know how the Showtime Lakers stories end. They get five rings playing that style of basketball. So, of course, it obviously worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did. But it, but it always seems inevitable after it works. Right? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's like Oh, Magic is a six foot eight point guard. Absolutely. Well, obviously, but that's because we saw it work. It, of course, at the time, you can see a coach saying, I don't know, maybe he should play the four, you know? Right. <laughs> um, I did love the moment from Magic where uh, he he got into the uh, fight at training camp. He said, I might be a rookie, but I'm not a bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Real one. 
we just the, John just became very intrigued in watching this episode. <laughs> oh bro, yeah, we go. We gonna have to watch that tonight, dog. That, <laughs> hey man, that touched me in my soul. You feel me? Well, that's what, what we were talking about with Chris Rock and the professionalism. It was like we needed that moment from Magic because you know that at some point he goes from being the you know small town you know big smile dude to at least a little bit of a killer. You know what I mean? Mm. And so we needed to we needed to see that from more than just him beating up on on Cookie's fucking boyfriend who worked at the shoe store. <laughs> Did that man dirty? <laughs> I hope he eyed out there wherever you are, man. They shouldn't even. <laughs> they didn't have to highlight that. You we know need, we need a where show? are they now? We need a where are they now? Feature right, where, sure. where where is man's? You know he's still at the shoe store probably. Hopefully he owned that motherfucker. Though, oh, man. Man. All right. That's all the time we got. Uh, we've got for this episode of Jenkins and Jones. We'll be back on uh, Monday. Playoffs are right around the corner. Final four is coming up. Lots of fun basketball shit to talk about. Very excited. I can't wait for this playoffs, man. Yeah. I cannot fuck. Good time of year, man. Good time of year. We got to We gonna have a lot to talk about for sure. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.